0: Go talk to Jim dot SpartanMeg.com, the MSU Insider standing by, just rolling back in after Big Ten football media days. What do you take from Mel Tucker and the team and what you heard down in Indy that uh, caught your attention?
1: You know, Bill, thanks for having me on your show. First of all, I thought that Mel Tucker's demeanor was a little bit more loose and comfortable. You know, uh, his first three years on the job, you know, he did a lot of things really well, but I think that... Uh, that, that um, at, in press conference situations, a lot of times he was a little bit stiff, maybe a little bit scripted, which I don't think which is not his personality normally. I think uh, this year it was more of his own personality, a little bit more loose, a little more casual. So I think that that was interesting. You know in terms of football, you know not a lot revealing, not a lot of things were revealed. You know the roster that they released was the roster in terms of heights and weights. From last September, they've not given any additional insight on player sizes or uh, position changes. So, no news there. You know, he was emphatic in saying that the quarterback competition is a three way competition. Um, that is partly because incoming freshman Sam Levitt on the recruiting trail wanted a shot right away as a freshman. So, he'll get it for a few days. But that competition is Noah Kim and Hauser. And I've been projecting Noah Kim is having a leg up. Uh, you know, since March, now Noah Kim needs to go out and do that in August. But really, not a uh, not, not a Big Ten media days in terms of big news, in terms of Michigan State, other than I am detecting, Bill, that there is some confidence at Michigan State with the coaching staff. They like the way some of the players have grown up. They like their size in the trenches. There's a lot of unknowns, but they do have some confidence, which uh, I don't think it's just... I don't think that it's posturing about it. You know, I've heard it from some other people also, that they think they can be competitive. They'd be pretty good.
0: Jim Cambroni, SpartanMag.com, the MSU Insider, joining us, talking about Mel Tucker and the crew at the Big Ten Football Media Days uh, just about 48 hours ago down in Indy. Uh, the key is offense. Who are their go-to weapons? Uh, Noah Kim, how good will he be at quarterback? I guess until we see game action, we really can't judge this team.
1: You're exactly right. A lot of X factors, and a lot of those X factors do have high ceilings of potential, in my opinion, including Noah Kim. Now we saw him in mop-up duty last year a couple of times with the games usually already decided. You know, coverages aren't quite what they are during regular action, and you know, blitzes and things are different. Different, but in terms of raw throwing mechanics. Uh, Quite good. You know, Mel Tucker's been saying for more than a year that he was the player, the quarterback with the most arm talent on the team, and that was even when Peyton Thorne was there. So Noah Kim has a high ceiling of potential and talent. He's been efficient in the few times we've seen him play. I thought that he outplayed Peyton Thorne in the green-white scrimmage. There were only about 30 snaps that day, but that's the way it looked to me. Uh, People that I know on the inside thought that Noah Kim outplayed Peyton Thorne in the first two closed scrimmages over at Michigan State. Now, that's all well and good. It's hard to, to know how a player is going to react in a real, live situation for 60 minutes in front of 80, 90, 100,000 people until they get out there and actually do it. So that's a big unknown. That's the nature of college football when you are replacing a quarterback, but he's one player that has a nice ceiling of potential. But you're right. It's hard to give a definitive forecast on what to expect at Michigan State this year when that uh, looms as a big X factor.
0: Tom joining us, talking Michigan State football here on the HUGE show. Who do you think ends up being their offensive stars? Uh, To me, I'm just looking at weapons and game changers and who can emerge. Who's on that uh, potential list for the Spartans? You're
1: you're right. You know, the strength is the defensive front six or seven and the offensive line has some veteran with some increasing size. So the question is, who are the playmakers in the skill positions? And those are the X factors. If they end up getting good, productivity and capabilities there then that raises the ceiling of potential for the entire season and, and the team this season. Nathan Carter, the running back transfer from UConn, is interesting. Uh, you know, had a productive year last year but went down with a shoulder injury at Michigan for a period of time for about three games. He was among the nation's leaders in yards per carry. In the spring scrimmage, I thought he was okay. I've looked at his film. I think he's looking pretty good. Um, but he's really impressed people in the weight room putting up uh, some some really significant numbers in terms of just a lot of uh, a lot of quick twitch strength, uncommonly so. So, you know, is he a difference making running back? I'm not sure. Um, you've got Jalen Berger coming back, and then you have transfer uh, Jaron Mangum coming in from South Florida, pick back probably a short yardage goal line type of guy at the least. Maybe he starts getting more carries. One of those three guys needs to be better than what they had last year. Last year, Berger was was okay, and I thought he was better later in the year. Uh, you know, that was a guy that still was kind of uh, didn't have a ton of experience, and I think the more carries he got, the better he got in terms of running within the scheme of the offense and setting up blocks and so forth. Carter needs to be an impact guy as a, as a transfer coming in as a running back. You know, wide receiver Trey Mosley is back. He's got about ninety career. He's always been kind of a possession guy, captain material, decent size, decent physicality. He was always the slot receiver last year and in recent years. When you had Jaden Reed to one side, Keon Coleman to the other, he was kind of the slot possession guy. Now he's the, the guy coming back with the most receptions. Can he go outside and become more of a downfield threat? I did ask him in Indianapolis, last year you were always in the slot are you stepping out and doing more in terms of being an outside receiver and X receiver and so forth? And he said yes. And he said earlier in his career he did more of that, was in more of a slot role recently. So he's going to the outside. Can he be a guy that can take a top off a defense? I have my doubts about that, but there's some others that are coming up. Antonio Gates Jr., Terrell Henry, some of those guys have some ability, but we've not seen it proven yet. So that'll come down to exactly how good has Michigan State been in terms of recruiting and player development with some of these young guys that are up next, those are the X factors, the variables.
0: His name is Jim Comperoni. You can follow everything Mel Tucker in Michigan State football and also Michigan State basketball and more at SpartanMag.com. That's SpartanMag.com. Comp, Appreciate the update. Enjoy your weekend.
1: Sounds great, Bill. You too. Everybody drive safely. Have a great weekend. Thanks for having me on, Bill. Thank
0: you. Right.